15 minutes late. So <laughs> this is this is new for me. This, this oh, being the on, audience better be ready. Right? Uh, the audience will show up in like 10 minutes because they'll just be like, oh, it's it's quarter after. They, they're probably online. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, we run on paintball time, as somebody has said it. So, uh, la- we- Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 125 of the Maritime Nelson podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell. With me, I have none of my regular co-hosts. Instead, I have replaced them all with far better people. Uh, so we're going to go around. We've got uh, Kuda from Mission Masters. Nothing? What? Oh. You're supposed <laughs> to say hi. Welcome to the show! Yeah, I like that. There we go. Excellent. We have Brandon Page. Hey, what's up? Woo! Love I love the enthusiasm. <clears throat> love it. And then... We have the uh, impeccably dressed, with that amazing crown, uh, Mary Burkhart. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Anyone else going to comment on the, the framing? No? All right. Uh, so we're going to talk. We're going to start the show off. We're going to talk about Forge of Mordor. It's a game coming. It's a Mission Masters game that's being put on at Sheer... No, damn it. I'm trying to pronounce the name of the field. Like It's like one of those words that... It's not working. Somebody help me out here. Thank you. Sherwood. Sherwood. I want to say Shearwater. It's a, it's an it's an Air Force base here in Canada. <laughs> think, think Robin Hood. Yeah, yes. Sherwood. There we go. Sherwood. Uh, so let's. Uh, so we've got. So Kuda here is from Mission Masters. He's the uh, the brains behind it. Yes, sir. Right. And then we have uh, yes. Brandon and Mary. Here are the. Captains, lords, rulers, Generals. rulers. You're the rulers. No, this is like this predates rulers. military tactics. This, these are rulers, right? So let's. Okay, yeah. we, we we need to take a quick uh, a quick gander, uh, at at this photo because of Brandon's beard. In this, <laughs> this is just this is just fantastic. I don't have one yet. <clears throat> No, but you may do. Yes, I. Yeah, no. That Dean actually, actually is the one is the creator of that. <laughs> um, I sent him a self-portrait, and he superimposed this onto that. So I'm, I'm very happy he did that. I was, <laughs> I'm very impressed. Oh, I love it. It's it's great. <laughs> very um, and then there's another poster with, um, well, let's just say Brandon. Remember, it's not the size of the sword that counts. It's how you use it. Uh, I'm using a hammer. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> I think Mary's got about a foot and a half on you on that sword. Mary, is that a real sword you're holding or is that like Photoshopped in? That is a real sword. Is that your sword? Do you own that sword? Uh, technically, I own it. It's my son's. <laughs> Good enough. It's under, it's under your roof. Right. She stole it. <laughs> yes. It's, no, it, it's under my roof. Yes, it, it's here now. And um, I was, you know, basically talking to him about it and talking about the character and stuff. And I needed a sword. And he said, OK, but don't don't you dare lose it. <laughs> I said, OK, I won't lose don't it. You dare, don't you dare lose it. I love that. Uh, looks like you got a ton of people helping you out with this with this Mission Masters game. You got Titman, GI Sports. Was this PD Sports, Empire, V-Force? Uh, everyone's helping out. So that's very cool. Um so, Mission Masters is known for the missions, hence the name. 
Uh, yes, sir. So we're going to go back. I want to take a back look at this other picture here. So mission lineup. Mission one, unexpected quest. Two, the elf stone. Three, the terror fortress. Mission four, Doran's stone. Mission five, Mount Doom. Mission six, Dark Tower. Mission seven, the Forge of Mortar. And then the final battle is Grogfest, which is just sounds fantastic. Um, <laughs> so what's involved with these missions? What's involved? What's, what is the unexpected? Are we allowed to know? Because it's the unexpected quest. So I don't know if we can know. Okay. As a general overview, I will give you this. Uh, each mission is made up of five major components. Primary mission, secondary mission, siege quest. Um, let's see. We got rune quest and forge quest. Uh, primary and secondary missions are where all the points are. And those are the theme-based. They follow the storyline. And then uh, thrown into that, we add the siege quests, which are battles over specific locations on the field. And they are uh, captured in a number of different ways. We either use, we're going to use banners because of the uh, medieval theme here. They nice. hang vertically instead of uh, horizontally like a flag. Um, we have our the Mission Master's flip discs, red and blue. Uh, there's three of those, so you can count on those being in three places at one time. And then uh, we also have the portable slapstick, the Mission Master's slapstick with the uh, blinking lights, strobes, um, and the infamous button box. Ooh. Okay, explain the button box. What's the button box? <sighs> button box. Okay, I, I don't actually have that prop here with me. Uh, Carl is managing that one. Um, our new button box is uh, it's built into a night vision goggle case literally a military night vision goggle case and on top there is an led screen in the center and on the four corners there are red green yellow and blue buttons respectively and so the way this works, so the way this works. is the team runs up checks their armband color and presses the same button and holds it down now there's four functions that that may happen here, uh, depending on how we have it set up. It's either a count up counter that you see in the LED, a count down counter in the LED. Um, let's see, we have a. I think it's like a key word, a key switch. There's a key switch. You literally have to have a key to put in and turn for your button to activate. Or there's a USB switch where you literally throw a US. You have to have a USB drive to plug into it before you hold your button down. Did you steal this thing from like the nuclear command center? It sounds like it's impossible to. Like, there's a lot of bells oh, no. and whistles on this thing. It's pretty cool stuff. We um, we built it with uh, Arduino. Uh, uh, very cool. Tech technology. Uh, Carl's Carl was in uh, the lead on that. He's our uh, tech and engineer and. Uh, he builds those things for, for the Mission Master's team. That's awesome. I'd love to see more Adreno stuff in Paintball. It's unlimited, Ooh. unlimited opportunity. Listen, we stepped up from that for Armageddon. Uh, I have uh, the Mission Master's, uh, I guess I kind of call it the, um, the mission case, and in it is a Raspberry Pi. Uh, literally, it's a computer the size of a cigarette uh, cart, a cigarette box. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and it, it literally literally emulates uh, game systems and, uh, and simple computer code to um, do whatever you like it to do. And so for our event at, at uh, Hell Survivors for Armageddon, um, what you had to do, and uh, Mary was part of this because she was in there helping uh, uh, this. <laughs> she was coming up with the passwords that you had to put in. 
to launch a missile. And literally, when you put the passcode in and you got it correct, you watched a video of a nuclear missile launch shoot at over across the screen. Nice. And if you failed, you saw one launch and fail. Oh, that would very cool. I would love to expand on this. You know, when you go out to the field, when you you go out for these missions, um, he, you know, he's always throwing something different in there. This was definitely something I hadn't anticipated. And at the beginning, at the spawn point, we were each team, because there was two teams per side. Each team was handed a dummy. And then said, check the box. There are three pieces of paper that have a puzzle in it and a code. So you just search the pockets. Once you got the puzzles, you verified they were there. You put them back in the dummy. You then had to drag the dummy <clears throat> to a specific location, which is full under firefight the entire time. Love it. That's where Coop always places them. Always. You take that dummy there. You then have to take out all the pieces of paper. And then he has, you know, laptop with the encryption codes on it. You right. then have to figure out there was three pages each with, I think it's 12 or 16 digit encryption code. <clears throat> so you're sitting there under firefight. Everybody's protecting you, left side, right side, back side of the building as you're figuring out these encryption codes. And then you then have to enter them into the computer, like he was saying. That is one of the missions. That's something where it's it's, you know, a lot of people say, Well, I'm just I'm just here to, you know, fire, fight, and I just I just want to be a frontline player. Excellent. Cause I need you right there in front, because they're coming. They're constantly they're trying to get into that same building that you're already in or opposing. You're trying to get in that building that they're already dug in and trying to solve these puzzles for. That's awesome. They were only they were only thirty yards from you the entire time, and I mean, the amount of paint flying in the windows and the doors was unbelievable. I got hit. I can't tell you how many times. I'm just spectating, and I, the number of players that got shot out of there while this was all going on was just crazy. Oh man, sounds like a blast. Sounds like an absolute blast. Uh, <laughs> so, but that's uh, that just illustrating a couple of the new props for Mission Masters. Oh yeah, just some simple stuff. Uh, so, how long has Mission Masters been doing this? Good. Um, I started Mission Masters in the first year in production. We did three events in two thousand four. Okay, so you've been around thirteen years. Okay, yes, so you've been around long enough to to learn some stuff. Learn from uh, oh, yeah. learn from some some successful and not so successful uh, events. That's awesome. No, it sounds like you have some <laughs> insane this is, ideas. This is this is what inspired me to start Mission Masters. I'm like, hey, wait, wait a minute. I played paintball back in the '80s, and this is all it's evolved to. Come on, man. And and I felt like a number at some of these events. You go out there and drop a hundred dollars, and and you walk up to the command post, and they just tell you, well, oh, go out and find a fight and hold the line. Wait a minute. What? Nah, that ain't happening. So I got my thoughts together. I thought, mm, I, 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 what I wanted to see as a player, this is what I'm going to do. And so, uh, like I said, in our first year, we did three events. And then following years, we did three, four, sometimes five and six events. And it's evolved all along the way. Um, we, Like I said earlier, we, we played in them just to see and observe from the front lines how things unfolded, what worked, what didn't work. And we got feedback from the players. I asked for honest feedback. Don't tell me what you think you want. I want to hear. I want the truth, what you experienced and what you thought worked and didn't work. And so listening to the players, we improved our game. And so here we are. We're like uh, 62 events or so. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. 62 events. Jesus. That's insane. Uh, yep. 
Oh man, I gotta make it down to the states. I gotta come. I gotta come down to the states. Come to those events. Shirtwood. Hey, sixteenth and seventeenth, we're running Forge and Mordor. You need to. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Bradley, Bradley, you can join me. He looks like he looks like a dwarf. I, you know what? Right if I could afford to fly down to the states, I would. Trust me. Uh, oh, that's right. You're coming from way. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Go fund me. That'll work. Let's do it. A GoFundMe. A GoFundMe get, to get to the United States. Get, get the red bearded hooligan to Sherwood. GoFundMe page. Right. <laughs> I I need to be reunited with my my dwarven brethren. <laughs> Doing a GoFundMe to get back hey, home. <laughs> we're primal paintball, bro. Think about it. <laughs> uh, no, I'll be getting Brothers there the next year. Next year, I, I come hell or high water, I'll be in the states. All right, cool. Uh, for something, I'll probably make it a Mission Master Mission game. Masters. Mission Masters at Sherwood is the best of the best. There, perfect. It's it's a great combination. Mission Masters is it's it's just hands down it's happening. Uh, so. Brandon, what are you captaining? So uh, we keep talking about dwarves and stuff. So what's the name of your clan? I guess we are the Fellowship. Okay. Fellowship. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're the Fellowship. So you're the good guys. Right. Ah, uh, okay. And I'm guessing that makes Mary the the bad guys. The evil queen. The evil queen <laughs> with a bitching crown. Just throwing that out there. That is an absolute <laughs> bitching crown. Oh. Uh, I'm loving the theme Jeez. too, because like the the red and the black with the dress and the crown, but like the MDP skull and flag behind, just it all works. It's all good, uh-huh. right? Yep. All good. It's all good. I love that. Uh, she is, she is the witch queen of Angmar. That's the one. I was That's and, oh, and, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and you're you're throwing uh, Durin, the Durin yeah. clan, dwarfs. Right. Cool. So the. It's it's awesome. So it's a full day event, right? This game is a full day event. Two. Full weekend. Full weekend. Two days. Sorry, as you can tell, I didn't do my homework. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been. I actually only got my internet back uh, like yesterday, so this almost didn't. That's happen. okay. Well, we're glad you decided to use it wisely. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Uh, so should have all. The, I usually have all the notes in front of me, but this time I don't. But now I do. Sherwood Paintball in Indiana. So September 16th, 17th. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I guess all the info will be on Mission Masters' website, right? Mission Ma- MissionMasters.com? It is. Beautiful. Now, that's, okay, so that's that's the info. If you want to know more info, Mission, uh, mission well, well, Masters. Wait a minute. There's much more information on Facebook. If you go to the Mission Masters uh, Scenario Paintball Games at Facebook Got it. and go to the event or go to Sherwood's facebook page and go to the event you'll learn lots more about all the discussion and all the things that have been going on awesome. since we began to advertise awesome yeah i'm looking at now uh pre get pre-registered now for best pricing qualify for tipman tipex pistol and a tipman x7 phenom drawings after the event uh so pre-registration ends in four days you have to august 19th so if you're listening to this live and you live near or willing to drive towards indiana get there yeah and that very important information right there. Number one, if you want to be qualified for the, the Tipman drawings, you have to pre-register. And, and some of the players learned that the hard way last year. We were drawing the names out, and they, they we had a separate container for the names. And they were looking at each other like, what, what's going on? And uh, Kathy pointed out to everybody, if you want to be in a drawing, you've got to be pre-registered. And they're like, oh, okay. So it's players are starting to catch on. Awesome. 
now I want to ask though, because I was looking at the pictures, I was snooping around trying to trying to catch up on everything. And uh, what's with the uh, what's with the jewels and the uh, Sauron's mace and Nazgul crown, the bloodstone, Durin <laughs> stone? Where did all this stuff come from? Like, who made this stuff? <laughs> we're we're very resourceful, and uh, I've made a lot of this stuff. Uh, the, the jewels you can pretty much get those at any like Michaels or craft shop oh, okay. or something like that. Uh, so I've got some of those here. This one is. Uh, Durin stone. It's the amber gem. Fancy. <laughs> no one's taking it. Mary's going to try. Mary's trying to I'm take going. this off you, right? <laughs> I'm getting Look it. Look at that yeah. smile. She's not yeah. even threatened. Yeah. This one here. This one's the there, bloodstone. I want that one, He's going to try and take this off of Mary. And we've got a, a number of. Oh, wait. I might as well show you this one, too. This one, because it's green, is the elf stone. Ah, uh, makes sense. And elf so stone. Uh, Mary's yeah. going to be after this, too, because the elves are allied with the dwarves. I thought the elves okay. hate the dwarves. And, well, they're allied against the the uh, evils of Mordor. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that kind of follows in with the storyline and what the whole 19 rings were about. Which we're building this game into dovetail with, with what everybody's already seen on the big screen. Oh, cool. Awesome. Now, so we, we uh, like to be authentic, too. Let's see that big crown. Let's see it, because I know you said you had it. it was, let's see the crown. Yeah, yeah, we got this crown. Look at that. That's badass. This, crown of the Nazgul. Um, Brandon's going to be looking for this. <laughs> and Mary's going to be looking to get there first. <laughs> now, do these... And then, and, yeah, and then there's the mace. Or the sword, right? Yeah, I didn't uh, have the sword on the This on is screen, the sword. But... This is the uh, elven, elven knife. Um, actually, I started to build these things out of EVA foam. I've been looking at some videos on YouTube. There's this guy, uh, Evil Ted Smith. And uh, he has a YouTube channel that uh, that's what they do is they make special uh, they make props and special effects and costumes and all kind of things out of EVA foam. Neat. So uh, I did a little homework and, and so I began to do this. And uh, yeah, inside of here is a piece of a quarter twenty all thread to give it a little rigid you know rigidness. But then uh, it's all foam. Unfortunately, you know I I injured this arm and so I've been un unable to like finish things. And make new ones. Gotcha. So I'm going to be working on that. I got a lot more to go. I still got to do a dwarven axe. Uh, I'd like to make like a, a big knight sword. The big everyone gets that idea in the head what the what a knight sword looks like. Yeah, the big like broadsword, the two handed thing, right? Yeah, that's right. the one. I got one of those coming. Nice. But uh, I can't do it till I can move this arm. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> all awesome. Those props all obviously have a, a purpose in the game. I assume like the. Oh, they do points or, or something. So that's very cool. Oh, yeah. They're, they're uh, artifacts that it were made in the forge of Mordor. Well, not necessarily all of them because, like, the Elven Sword hasn't made it there yet. Uh, okay. I love it. I love the detail. I love the uh, – they're not, they're not just half-assed props. They're legitimate props. I mean, they, they're fantastic. Even for when you got to bust an arm, you couldn't finish it. It still looks pretty damn finished to me. So I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. So we um, we build damn near all of our props. Um, I have a lot, you know, I, as a hobby, I do home improvements around here, and I got all the tools and everything, and it makes things easy to, you know, craft things. And then uh, my wife helps out too with. Uh, she's very creative with the paintbrushes and the airbrush and and that kind of thing. Actually, she's sewing some things for me now. <clears throat> and I'll just give you a little hint on that. I have one. 
I thought there was one around here. She must have took it. Anyway, um, anybody who's familiar with the Lord of the Rings teams knows uh, Radagast, the brown. Sure. He's like the little gnome wizard guy with the bird poop done. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, he has a sled that's pulled by Rosgobel rabbits. <laughs> and so uh, we're, we're making Rosgobel rabbits. That's awesome. A sled. That's fantastic. God, I really wish I could make it down to this. It sounds like a blast. It sounds like an absolute blast. I'll have to come down next year for something. We'll pick like the big, 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 big game, and I'll come down. Um, awesome. And uh, it'll, be, it'll be fantastic. I can't wait. Now, uh, so anyone wants to find out, go to Facebook. Just look up Mission Masters. You'll find all the event organized, uh, information and all that. Um, it's There's a ton to read up on. It's just, it's massive. Um, and looks like it's going to be a ton of fun, and I'm totally jealous that I don't get to be there. <laughs> so Mission Masters is doing a fantastic job. Uh, Murray, Murray, Mary, Mary. Jesus, that's a huge, huge stein. If you drink it out of it. What's in there? It's like a, two what liters of Coke. Like Oh my hey. Oh the grassy old gunman. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Very nice. That's very cool. I love and that. This portion of Just uh, a little side note to that. Is, uh, Tim Hortons. Her brother Gino um, custom made those for Mission Masters too. I have a set. The Mission Masters logo. Oh yeah, those are awesome. De beautiful. No, they're actually they're really fantastic looking. Oh, hey Dean, this might look familiar to you. Oh yeah, the dog tags. Yep, look at this. That's my good luck charm. How about that? (laughs) I got the same set. I have the same set. I swear to God. (laughs) Here's the one ring for from our. uh, We had a Lord of the Rings game in 2015. That's great. That's here's our cog wheel. From uh, what is it? Gears of War. Great game. Oh, damn, uh-huh. dude. And then uh, just a menagerie of uh, dog tags from different events that, that Mission Masters had put on. That's wicked. I'm going to have to start a collection. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to have to get hold of <laughs> dog tags and I'll steal from people. No, that's a lie. Uh, man, that's awesome. So we're going to move on. We're going to carry on. We've got a couple other topics we're going to talk about. So this was a very last minute edition. Um, move the schedule down one. God, I love being able to do that. People can see what we're talking about. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, who knows what Fields of Battle is? Greg Hastings' Field of Battles. Fields of Battle. Right? Anybody? No? Shaking heads? Video game. Video game. No. There you go. So it's paint. Yeah, it's paintball video game. So it's coming out on PC, uh, on Steam, very soon. So he's released the beta. You can all, you can find all the information on uh, on Facebook, on his website, all that jazz. But... That's not exactly what I want to talk about. I was playing with I should have been doing more podcast work, and I actually decided to dick around for 20 minutes on the game, the video game, playing the beta. It's kind of fun. It actually tells you when, a go- when you goggle someone. So like you're playing, nice. like you're snapping the goggles, like, goggled. Like, <laughs> like, just it felt as good in person uh, to hit them, so it was pretty fun. Uh, pretty neat game. Very cool. One thing that I was totally thrown off by, is as you progress, you unlock more markers and you get to play with new stuff and you have to buy new gear. And it's, it's, it's fairly rudimentary, but um, it's, good, it's a good game. I liked it so far. I've, I've played it for all of 20 minutes. Um, but I just want to show this picture here for everyone at home to see. Um, at the same time as I unlocked the Invert Mini on this game, I also unlocked the Rap4 T68 MegFed marker in a paintball game 
I know he talked about doing MagFed stuff in the game, and I, I was kind of hesitant, and I didn't know if he was actually going to do it. There's legit MagFed in this video game, in this paintball game. So, nice. Yeah. Uh, so you're in an absolute disadvantage. You get ruined when you use it. Because uh, <laughs> the game starts, and you're like, yeah, I got the MagFed, and all you hear is a fury of paint comes flying at you. Uh, because all the 12-year-olds have been playing the game all day because they don't have jobs. <laughs> and they're way further in the game than you are. <laughs> I jumped in. The first gun they give you is a 98 Custom. I was like, yeah, I could do this. I got ruined. It was great. Um, but, yeah. What are you talking about for? Huh? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I just, don't get me wrong. 98s are great and all. No, I'm but... <laughs> At least this 98 had automa- had an auto trigger on it. Oh, okay. That's good. Right? So I was able to sort of keep up a bit. You're getting wasted. Right? So I come around the corner on the video game, and it's pretty good because you're running around. And you can, like, power slide in the game. It's pretty nice. Um, and I come around the corner, and I'm just like, pop, 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 pop. And I don't know what Buddy was using because the graphics aren't optimized yet, but all I heard was, pop, and I was done. <laughs> Big eliminated across my screen. Awesome. Um, Bradley, can you still cheat that game or no? Uh, I don't think he's added in the wipe option. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was a little, seriously like when I first played his. Uh, oh, I forgot. It was number one or number two. I was like, "What's what? We can wipe." Yeah, you could wipe, and if the ref caught you, yep. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, a little meter was going back and forth, so you you had to pick the right spot. Yeah, yeah. There was the sweet spot. It was like uh, it was like yep. um, what other game does that? Gears of War for like the quick reload, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember playing that on the original Xbox. I think it was my first. I paintballed once, and then immediately found that game, which is like, I'm a paintballer now, <laughs> so I need this video game. Um, it taught tons of kids to wipe, and it was okay. To <laughs> Just <laughs> chaos. Those days were chaos. Uh, very cool game, though. Very cool game. Uh, to get into the beta is kind of confusing. So the way I did it was, I actually went to Wolf's Facebook page. It's a Wolf Critchlow. Uh, like I just slurred and butchered his last name. But uh, he's got, like, the instructions on how to get the, into the beta. You have to, like, download the game on your phone, and then you have to verify your email, and then a bunch of stuff. So uh, you do all that, and you get into the game. and it's, it's free until the game gets published right now. It's in beta. So I highly recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it. If anyone's talking in the comments, I haven't seen because um, I was too busy. Running stuff. Dave Dindis still has all the games. Okay, done rolling. Time to start the podcast. Nice, Chris. Love that, bud. Um, now, moving on. We got to take a few minutes. We got to talk about the people that help out with the show and tend to make the show uh, not total garbage because they help offset some of the costs. So, first, Ripple Industries. Tom uh, from Ripple Industries is absolutely fantastic. It's a uh, tactical gear equipment and paintball store. He's all online. It's rippleind.ca. The catch is, though, he is Canadian, so shipping to the States is a bit of a hassle. But if you are Canadian and you are looking for some sweet gear, hit up Ripple Industries. You won't you won't re- uh, regret it at all. Uh, and do you ever wonder how paintball stores get their stuff? People like Tier 1 Armament are the ones that do it. They're the Canadian distributor for MaxTech, Karmatech, and MCS. So they're the ones that actually get the gear into your store. So then you could buy it and actually grow the sport because you're actually putting money back into it. 
but we're not going to go into that argument because <laughs> that's a whole show and it sets me off. So, last but not least, Star Wars uh, Operation Katana is a game happening here in the East Coast at Seabreeze Paintball. No, it's not as big and fancy as Mission Masters. You know, we don't have dog tags <laughs> or cogs or rings, but we're friendly because it's the Maritimes. Uh, you can there pre-register you. at MaritimeMilson.com. Hopefully the pre-registration is still open. I haven't been told to close it yet, so I'm assuming it is. Um, so if you're traveling out east, or if you live out east and you're watching the show and you want to get some sweet paintball in, it is a limited ammo game. It is uh, mag-fed, tack-cap, uh, stick-feed, very limited ammo. Mm. And uh, it's all in support of, of youth sport engagement. Basically the way it works is any of the money, a, lot, a chunk of the money raised, not all the money, a chunk of the money raised uh, is actually put towards vouchers that are then uh, given to kids who can go to specific fields in the area. And this is usually, uh, this was this was started to help kids uh, uh, learn teamwork and whatnot, right? Like you get some some kids who, who maybe had like a bit of a rough upbringing and, and don't have really good trust issues. Uh, teamwork, <laughs> you, you, learn, you learn to trust people real quick. We got paint flying over your head. So it, it helps those kids out a lot. So we get the vouchers up to them. They go have a free day of paintball on... Uh, yeah on the field or whoever uh, is upping the money and it's a good time. It's worked really well and we're going to continue pushing it. And the podcast is really happy and proud to be part of that. And uh, even though our logo is not on the poster, which will be fixed for next year. So that's all I got for that. Two sec. I've got like none of my, none of my co-hosts here. So I don't, uh, I've got no one to keep me on the straight and narrow. You guys aren't doing a very good job. And why does everything smell like burnt toast? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. No, I'm not. okay. Maybe I'm having a stroke, but I legitimately smell burnt toast. That me. Uh, there's no funny lights coming from the rest of the apartment, so I'm assuming there's no fire. Is there like some kind of omen flying around your your uh, unit there? Maybe I don't know. Is computer on fire? Nope. Whoa. Nope. Whoa. Everything's good. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Lost Brandon. Did we? Is that why I'm selling burnt toast? Hold up. Oh, there it goes. All right, we're back. Fantastic. You hit the auxiliary power. Oh. (laughs) I got hacked. (laughs) 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 The the MEC, that's it. Man. (laughs) Now that's the Middle Earth Earth Coalition. Ah. Oh, yeah. There you go. So... Yeah, we're going to have to get you guys out east sometime. You guys got to come uh, experience our total welfare wheel <laughs> paintball fields that we have out this way. Because, well, we have no money. It's kind of sad, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we keep it old school. That's what it is. We're not poor. We just like to keep it old school. Yeah. You know, pallets for bunkers. Going to make uh, Canada great again. Right, exactly. Going to make Canada great again. We don't need it. We were always great. We still are. Uh, well, I mean, hell survivors for you, I mean, shouldn't be too, too bad, right? Pretty You're close. more northeast, but it shouldn't be too, too bad of a trip. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Well, let's take, let's find out. How far are we talking? How far do I need to go? To hell survivors? Yeah. I'm not saying the name. I pick Nikki. Pick me. Pick, pick me. <laughs> pick me, Michigan. It's not spelled pick me. P-I-N-C-K. Pinkney. 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 Yeah. See, Hooligan and I were on the same page. Yeah. 
It's I got you. Pickney. We're good. It's Pickney. Pickney. Uh, Two syllables. Two syllables. That's a so, Pickney. So, Pickney. But it's Pimpkney. Or Pick Pickney. Pick. Hell Survivors. Hell Survivors. Hell Survivors is an 18-hour drive away. Wow. What? Yeah, 18 hours. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Is this a horse and buggy, or is this a, a four-wheel motor? I think, you, I think you guys are forgetting how big Canada is and how far i got to travel. That's that's actually uh, the majority of that. The majority of that drive is... Uh, yeah, I'd say twelve hours of that drive. I don't even leave Canada. <laughs> You're like halfway around the world. Pretty much, man. It's pretty bad. It's bad. Well, let's put it this way: if I were to if I were to drive, if I were to go from the east, far east coast of of Canada, which is in Newfoundland, um, and drive to BC, like to Victoria, uh, BC, which is on the other side, which is the west coast. Uh, it's like four or five days. Yeah. Right? It's, oh, we, man. we got a big country. I wonder how long it would take me to drive to Alaska. I wonder how long it would take you to walk. Uh, it, would, it would take me 10 days to drive to Alaska. 79 hours. Oh. It would take me 79 hours wow. to drive to, drive to yeah. Alaska. It took, it took us 10 hours to get from uh, Detroit to New Jersey last week. Chris Shumlet figure two. You, yeah, you have to stop. How many potty calls was that? Got to be three. No, or no, no. Four. It's not just the potty calls, man. It's the Tims. Jesus, you can't go fifteen kilometers without hitting a Tim Hortons before you got to get. Oh, you know, it's, we didn't hit one. We, uh, <laughs> oh man, like I'm thinking, if I were to leave the city right now, like the city I'm in, I drive <clears throat> past one, two, three. Four Tim Hortons, five Tim Hortons, and I'm only like ten minutes on the road. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. Hey, I think I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, careful though, our uh, our ice caps apparently are smaller than yours, so you'll have to order a large when you get here. I don't know. Somebody posted a picture, said the smalls in the states were bigger. Um, <laughs> so now. Um, Have I lost my audio? No. Nope. Let's talk about Sherwood. Yeah, let's talk about Sherwood. Let's talk. Uh, I've never been there. So let's talk about <laughs> Sherwood Paintball. So from what I understand, it's got a castle and it's in the woods. But as far as I know, yeah. there's more. <laughs> it doesn't just have a castle. I, I, this is, I mean, this is the best field. You know, and I know a lot of people say, well, but you haven't been here. I'm telling you right now, it's the best field. Uh, the the field's owner was a paintball player. He built a field for paintball players. That's it, bottom line. It doesn't get any better. There's a pre-Chrono area. So when you walk into Chrono, because nine times out of ten, when you walk in, you're in a line of three or four deep. Somebody's marker's not working properly. Oh, oh, wait, no, it's not. Oh, no, this isn't working. No, this, oh, turn your hopper on. Turn your marker on. They have a pre-Chrono area, and they have little target set up. So you pull up, whack, 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 then you go into the Chrono area. That's just the start of it. Um, the the field itself is absolutely breathtaking. I, I, I encourage anyone that is attending the game, if you've never been to Sherwood, get there early enough to walk the field Friday night. Get there. And, and 
once you start to walk that field, once you start to see the amazingness, it's not just the castle. I mean, there are many different areas. I mean, things where you go down into a hillside, you go down through steps and at the bottom of basically a, a bunkered, you know, area and you go at the back and there's this huge open valley that you go down through and can fight through all of these amazing areas. Um, just absolutely gorgeous. And like I said, it just continues. I mean, the, the, the field of play, I don't want to say it's vast. It is vast. If you were to do a, a, a standard, a normal game, you're going to play, you're going to start on this side, their team's going to start on this side, and then you try and fight for territory. With the Mission Master style game, you don't have that. You see all of the field. You see everything, every part of it, every bit of it, because you're taking out there, you're taken out there, and you're dropped in this area, and you fight for this one area. So you get to see all of it. And what is the best field to experience that at? Assassin's Creed, I, I haven't had, this was the game last year in fall. I have more com people com complimenting or commenting that's the most fun i've ever had well there's a reason you have the best field and you have the best producer that's how you're going to have the best time and that's sure what offers i mean the the field owner is you know pure heart and soul he loves it he didn't have two-day games i can't just enough he didn't have two-day games for 10 years over 10 years because he couldn't stand the drama people he couldn't stand the people, the arguing and, and all those things and just people complaining and why he just stopped. He just only had open play, you know, for birthday parties, bachelor parties, you know, just come out and open play and have fun. And when they started to do two day, two day games again, um, it was let's let's get adamant about this. Let's get out there. Well, then I contacted the owners and said, Dean needs to run a game. He needs to be general. And they're like. So they're like, who's Dean? <laughs> Who the hell's this Dean guy? Why do I have to let him on my field? Yeah. Uh, and I said, yeah, well, Dean, submit your bio to them. So they said, okay, Dean's general. <laughs> and nice. I said, X. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. Huh? <laughs> what does that say? Oh, yeah. So did you like, oh, yeah. did you pay for a clip of 20 to the, to the, to the bio or? Um, oh, no. No. Oh, um, <laughs> No, we owned it. I think it was. Did we triple. We triple. Oh wait, here I got the score right. on the back. There we go. Nice. I like that. That's yeah. a really cool idea. Yeah. Uh -huh. We yeah. tripled their score. Yeah. When when uh, Dean Allen, you know, because he was around the game and you know, huge supporter of him, and and the whole purpose too was to get Dean out there was to experience the field and to know the field and then to really create amazing games there. Um, you know, just when he went with his enthusiasm, I mean, just as general and, and all these things, he was just very proud to be there, honored to be there, really, you know, great general. And uh, we had this, the uh, Payroll Productions was actually running the game. And he said about who likes puzzles. He had a post up. And it was funny because <laughs> and Carl, uh, one of the Mission Master teams, Carl goes, I like puzzles. And I was like, I like puzzles. Can we? Are we gonna? Are we gonna elaborate on that one, or is it just like I like puzzles? No, no, no. I don't know. I gotta hear that. My idea of a puzzle and other people's idea of a puzzle are two different things. My idea of a puzzle isn't literally a jigsaw puzzle. It's a it's a mind challenge or some sort of brain teaser thing. Not literally. I mean, don't get me wrong. We do have puzzles, but they're not jigsaw puzzles. They're puzzles that we cut out of wood 
and made pieces and my wife painted these things and stuff. That's our puzzle. We probably have at the most 25 pieces that you need to figure out how they fit together. We don't have a 500 piece jigsaw puzzle that <laughs> was a whole lot of one color. <laughs> oh, it was a whole lot of one color. So Mary, take that away. When we, we got out onto the field and we're looking for this puzzle, we're excited, let's get the puzzle done. Let's get the puzzle done. So we get out there and we get this huge bag of, of pieces. And it's actually, they have like a Tupperware tote screwed into a lock. You're supposed to put this puzzle together in. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at this, the vastness of it. And I'm, I'm just like, this is, this is insane. I mean, it's not insane. It's insane. <laughs> it's, it's off the charts, ridiculously hard. And I'm just like, okay, you know, we, we've got this, you know, we're going to, we're going to try some different options. We're trying some different things. Well, the, in the rules, it had said about when you go to put your puzzle together, if the other team comes and law rockets your puzzle, you have to start over. Well, we need a secure area. You can't now you can't move the puzzle within so many feet. So, which was understandable. That's in the rules. You can't just take the puzzle back to your base and start putting it together in your base. Not to do that. Um, but, wait, wait. The first thing I get is a call from Mary on the radio. Can you send me a table and chairs? <laughs> Can you? Yeah. No, he said, now, wait a minute. He said, I want that puzzle put together because that was the main points of the game. And he said, I want that puzzle put together. And I said, then you send me a table and four chairs. And we got it done. <laughs> I made that happen. <laughs> he sent them out and we got it done. <laughs> but it was- the, other thing, the other thing is nobody, and I mean nobody, gets anywhere near that puzzle with a paintball marker or a rocket launcher. Yeah. And they didn't. They didn't. We ran security on that and constant. I mean, it was under fire the whole time. And I it took what two two or two and a half hours to do that puzzle? Four hours. Wow. There was four of us. Four hours and there was four of us. It was mostly one color. <laughs> wow. Mostly wow. one color. Yeah. It was, it was pretty intense, but like I said, you know, I was, you know, really, you know, proud of Dean and being general, and he's like, Mary, get the puzzle put together. I'm like, okay, Dean. <laughs> you don't know what to ask him, but okay. <laughs> we made that happen. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, and that's that was the fun of it was actually having Dean as general, being there and experiencing the game and experiencing another producer's perspective on things to where, you know, a lot of players, you know, didn't. I mean, I had players come by me saying, you drove seven hours to put a puzzle together. And I'm like, wait, you don't understand. <laughs> you, never mind, forget it. You know what? You don't even care. But it's it's that thing where Dean experienced that, and he learned. You know, he learned like you know from all of his other 62 games, he's learned so many different things. And he also learned about the field. He learned about the field owners. He learned about the people and the style of play there at Sherwood. What people wanted. And like I said, the thing that I've been hearing the most is, well, I just want a constant firefight. Guess what? That's exactly what you get. Anybody who doubts that, anybody who doubts that, you're wrong. It is a full-on firefight. And that's the, the best thing about Mission Masters is you don't just go play. You don't just walk out on the field, try and find someone. You don't walk up to the base and say, where do I go? Just head that way and, and hold it and push back. You don't. It is one area where all of the players are located. 50-50, and all of the objectives are in the middle. Go ahead and try and get them. So you have a constant firefight for 50 minutes. You are constantly battling. You're trying... Five objectives. 
five so, different objectives in 50 minutes that you have to complete. Some of them have two parts. Hmm. And, and, if, and some of them, if you don't complete them, you pay me a gold bar. <laughs> because you I have did. information for the next. You have to. Have, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just something I had to say. But um, but no, the, <laughs> the objectives, the primaries are you have to complete this because you need this information to move on. In the next, you know, in the next mission, you're not going to have information, so you're going to have to pay Kudo Gold Bar to get yeah. that information. So it's now usually, you're yeah, it's a prop. And points to try and get <laughs> points. Hmm. Indeed. So yeah, um, it sounds just absolutely amazing. Just it's it's like you said, it's it's not just a regular puzzle. It's everything's under fire. It's just mind-blowingly intense. Um, I, I have to come down for this. I have to get down to the states. That's, that's what it, that's what here's it comes quick, down to. Here's a, here's a quick look at a, at a map. This is actually missing one, so I ain't letting you look too long. Ooh. <laughs> Everyone just like screen capping the video. I had a screenshot of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck on that resolution. Hey, so anyway, yeah, uh, Sherwood Paintball. What an amazing facility. Oh my, uh, just the scale of things. It's really hard to wrap your mind around it through photographs. You need to see it in person and experience it in person to get the full effect. And, and really, words are hard to describe what you are, are experiencing. So it's, um, it's a field that this, has to be experienced in person. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a bucket list field. Um, the bunkers, obviously, the, the key bunker, the mate, you know, the, 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 ma the, you know, the masterpiece is the three-story castle. Mm -hmm. um, like Mary suggested you want to get there the night before and walk the field so that you have an idea one of the things that the uh, what uh, Joe Stayback does is he goes out and he torch lights that field so even after dark you can walk out there and have a walk around <laughs> in the woods that are lit up by torchlight beautiful awesome uh -huh. the other thing you need to know is there are a number of other sizable bunkers around that field that are uh, uh, two story bunkers uh, a yeah. number of them are hexagons um, a couple of them uh, are, are other structure, uh, like, like little forts. And every bunker, I, don't know, I can't say every bunker, but damn near every bunker on that field is made out of railroad ties, including that three-story uh, castle. Yes. Huh. It, is just, it is just amazing. I mean, there are bridges everywhere. Uh, there's a pond that uh, he has drained out right now. Uh, there's, a, there's an island that's been recently built in the center. Uh, either side of that island, his next project, he's going to build pirate ships on either side of that island. Um, and I guess before he lets it fill back up with water. But uh, this guy is, is always improving his field. And uh, as Mary said, this guy's been he's been a player. Uh, so this is by players, for players. Um, I, I just it's it's going to blow your mind. And you take a field like that and put a game on it. A mission masters game <laughs> i i can't think of a better combination it's just it, it is it, the best of the best <laughs> it is it's, uh it's starting to sound like it to be honest it's starting to sound like promise the you the field that everybody wants their field to be Does that makes sense it is yeah it is yeah and this yeah, every year he improves his field and he's always out there working whether it's cleaning up underbrush or branches that fell from the storms or building new bunkers 
and and um, I think they built two new gateways. He was telling me about that are in the center, far back center of the field. Uh, I added new things to the map according to the notes that he had given me. Uh, so yeah, I had to update my information from last year. He's been really busy. He added like uh, six bunkers. Wow. And two and two gateways. Oh yeah. Nice. No, that's awesome. it's great to hear that field owner is actually constantly improving and updating and keeping up on his field. There's uh, too many times you see a field year after year after year. It's the same thing, except it's changing now because the bunkers are falling apart. Like it's disintegrating. Yeah. Right. I've, I played a field that we were shooting through the bunkers because the wood was that old. <laughs> like there was some spots where there was just holes being punched through plywood because the plywood is, you know, seven, eight, nine years old. It's just been out in the uh, absolutely insane weather of the Maritimes. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, just to add on to Sherwood Forest there, um, Kathy, uh, Kathy Watson Love, she, she organizes everything. And so when it comes to like player packets and registrations and, and everything taken into, into account for that part of the game, very, very well organized and top notch. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's another big component of. Uh, putting these scenario games together, and uh, I don't think enough can be said about how well it's done. No, for sure. You're absolutely right. Not enough can be said. It's mind-bogglingly difficult to keep something that sophisticated and that high quality uh, up and running, and, and somehow you guys are doing it. And I don't think I'll ever understand how much work you put in, because I'm too lazy to put that much work in anything. Got to stop real quick. Uh, William Roy Murray says he's heading to, heading to Fundy National Park tomorrow, uh, east coasting it up. So that's actually my neck of the woods. Not I don't actually live in the Fundy National Park, but um, I that's Fundy. Fundy is what, like two hours from me, I think? So that's very cool. Glad to know that somebody came out east. Um, You're not near anything. No, I'm really not. If you look at the map. <laughs> if you look at us on the map, we are not near anything. Um, so He's probably wearing a bear fur coat. Yeah, we uh, beard for we throw yours on for we um we we live in a part of the country that okay I'll give you an example so Ontario is very similar so Ontario is is ten to twelve hours uh, west of me and Ontario is very much like uh, I don't know it looks like it looks like the Midwest of the United States it's very part of it is very flat. Uh, it's got a lot of just like canola being grown, but then like randomly you just have like big cities popping up out of the nowhere, just sort of in the middle of everything. I think we lost Brandon again. Um, no, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Well, your video's gone. I'm still here. So I know. we we had a, we had a group of people come from Ontario. They came out to where I live, and the first thing they said to us, they said, "We don't we don't want to sound dumb, but we have a question." I said, "Okay, what's that?" He says, "You, you guys have signs with moose on it." hitting cars and, and the car is demolished in the picture. And they're like, are, are moose really that big? <laughs> oh. Yeah, they are actually, we're more scared of the moose than the bears. <laughs> like it's, we, we live in the middle of the country. I, there's parts where I'm driving and I can go hours down the highway without seeing anything, you know? And this is, uh, there's parts of where I live, where if you see a car on the side of the road, you have to stop. Like it's an unwritten rule. You have to stop and ask if they're okay because you might have been the first car in four or five hours to drive past oh. them. Yeah, and, and if you stop your car on the side of the road, you'll everybody passes you will stop and ask you if you're okay. 
Um, it's bad. It's we live in the middle of absolute nowhere, at least considered like you know for Canada. It's it's pretty much on nowhere with a lot of trees. Um, you guys really appreciate the internet, though, right? That's the odd thing. Some of the most remote parts of this area have some of the fastest internet. <laughs> I my my father. So my my father's family is in a town called West Saint Modest, which has like two roads on the east coast of Labrador, which is on the east coast of the country. Literally, you could stand on their deck and you see nothing but the Atlantic Ocean. Because that, that's where you are. Um, it, it's the point where my family ran the mill and the school and the convenience store. And you had to go two towns over to find a date because you were related to everybody in the town. <laughs> and uh, yet they had like the fastest fiber optic internet possible. It didn't make sense. <laughs> like, so uh, I never really understood it. But for whatever reason, some of the more remote parts have fantastic internet and connections to the outside world. Whereas, like, you come into the city and it's just total garbage. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We're a little backwards out this way. We're a little backwards out east. Uh, that being said, we're ruthless when it comes to the paintball field. Because uh, we, uh, I don't know, we play paintball the same way we live. It's sort of like, we, it's just, everything's shitty, so you might as well just make it worse. Uh, <laughs> it's... You just, I'm thinking you take out all your stress and frustrations that have been built up from not having anything else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> take it to the field. Exactly. And uh, on we we went out to a big paintball game in Ontario, in just outside of uh, Toronto, and a bunch of us went as Maritimers. And this is my favorite story to tell. We were at a field uh, with a bunch of buildings, huge buildings, PRZ. It was fantastic, and we were playing. And the commander was just like, "Okay, you guys are good. I need I need the Maritimers because he just called us the Maritimers. There was like 15 of us that came down." He's like, I need you guys to do this, this, and this. And, uh, and Buddy's XO was just like, nah, calm down, dude. Just let the Maritimers do what they do best. He's like, what's that? He's like, they're just going to fuck everything up. <laughs> so we went out in the field and just yeah. ruined everything because uh, that's what we do. And, uh, hey, the, 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 the uh, Northern Gunmen, they wreck shit. Yeah. yeah it's they br- mean it. We're ruthless. Oh, yeah. They're brutal, man. <clears throat> Absolutely yeah. ruthless. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> but we love it uh, for whatever reason. Because no matter what, every maritime removes away, they come back. We don't really know why. Also, explain. well, I I, I do want to say Canadians are a tough bunch. It oh. paints. I went when I went to Carnage. I'm gonna be like, Psh, this is so easy. They're Canadian, you know. <laughs> oh, they're nice, you know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They are hard, poor, ruthless paintball players. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. Love this. This is and what and what a what a great bunch of characters too. I mean, yeah. all of them have such personalities. It's great. Yep. There's only 30 million of us in the whole country, right? So we all got to be we all got to be good people to each other because there's only a few of us. And uh, I, I say it's the winners. I think it's the fact that where I live right now, uh, it'll hit minus I don't know on a bad day minus 35 Celsius, which is cold. Uh, I always find myself talking Celsius and Fahrenheit a lot on a podcast. Like I twelve, about twelve. That's like minus thirty one Fahrenheit. Uh, so that's like that's that's there's probably a two week stretch in the winter that hits minus thirty one Fahrenheit. But then uh, the same place, same city, in the middle of the summer will hit like uh, I don't know, plus ninety five Fahrenheit. 
Oh, wow. Right? So we have those extremes. Like, you can freeze to death in the winter, and then you can actually die of dehydration and heat stroke in the summer. That sounds just like Pittsburgh. There you go. (laughs) So we're a hardy group of people. Uh, And for some reason, we put up at this this horrible place that we live. Um, So we're coming to the wrapping it up, and we wanted to... uh, Wanted to do this last. We started this new segment. We're gonna try this. We're gonna try this out. It's basically we want to open the floor up to the people in the comments. Anybody who's watching live right now, they could post yes. a question. They could post a comment. They could post a picture. They could post. Uh, uh, let's make a PG pictures for posting pictures. Uh, <laughs> right. Or gifs. Yeah. So uh, you can post whatever you want. James Baston is yelling hello. What's up, James? Uh, so if they got a question or a comment or something, they can. Uh, they could post it up, and we'll try and answer it. Maybe we'll go off on a tangent. Might start an argument. You might make some friends. You might lose some friends. Who knows? Why well, I had asked people to hashtag what they love about Mission Masters or what they love about Sherwood. So are there any of those comments? Like, hashtag the castle, hashtag Kuda, hashtag... Hashtag you get what you pay for. Hashtag. Oh, hashtag is correct. <laughs> No, I'll be, and I, that's the other thing is there is, um, yeah, I don't want to ever say there's competition between games because you're going to go where you want to go, where your team wants to go, but you are going to get what you pay for this weekend. I promise you. And I, I know the other people that, you know, I've, I've tried to convince certain teams and things like that, and they have their own mindset or they have, well, it's this or it's that, or we've already decided, change your mind, come to the best game of the year. That's how I have stated it. And not only, I haven't even thrown the caveat of integrity shots. Integrity shots is one of, is, well, not one of, the best photographer as far as paintball comes. He is fully in the mix. He is fully in front of you. And I have told both Lisa and Billy Jack, guys, you don't want to be in front of me. There are shots coming, I promise you. You know what they've said to me? I know. Still a good shot, though. Nice. They are fantastic photographer, and all of the shots will be posted on Sherwood for free. So you now have the best photographer there taking shots, taking photos of you having an excellent time at the most amazing field with amazing props, the button box, the swords, the axes, in the mix, the puzzles. You have all of this going on, so you really, truly have the best opportunity to have the greatest game of this year, guaranteed. So I encourage anyone who has decided to go anywhere else, you're wrong. Come to this game. It's the best one. Uh, yeah, Mary's right. The stars are aligning this weekend. You've got one of the best fields out there, the bucket list field. Uh, Western Pennsylvania's finest uh, scenario producer and uh, some of the finest media coverage you'll see anywhere at this location for uh, Forge Mordor original Mission Masters paintball event. Why? Why would you go anywhere else? Right. Yeah. So, uh, Gage Huff wants to know who's the XO for the fellowship. Uh, are we picking XOs? I don't know. Yeah. Your whole your right whole now. team. Your whole team is. Go okay, for it. Man team. Pick right. one. Pick one. Pick one. Uh, Jeez. So, okay. So all the dwarves are the Jim- XO. Jimbo. Bo. Jimbo. He was awesome in Armageddon. He was awesome. Oh, he was. He, yeah. Listen, he, he was the last guy building that puzzle. <laughs> he's like, he's got one arm out. 
he's working on the puzzle over here and he's hiding under the bunker and he pick yep. up his gun and take a couple shots and he's working on the puzzle oh that was great oh, you should have seen yeah. him in new jersey oh my god he made mvp that day it was, oh, he's he an no, amazing that, guy. He, he's awesome. He really that's, is. I'm glad I have my team. Bad props to all that. My, yeah. All my guys on Soldiers of Chaos, they all have their their individuality, like what they like to do, and what they what their their admirations are. Like they just go out and do it. It's awesome. Nice. It really is. I get props to them all the time. Um, <laughs> so James Pullen wants to know uh, how does Brandon feel about Sauron's army having dwarf dinner? <laughs> hey, let's not go there. We're still a month away. Right, but Ryan Huff comes back I'm with. I'm looking forward to this game. I really am. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about it. The more, the more that Dean posts, I just get more excited. I'm like, okay, September 16th, get here, please. Uh, Ryan Huff comes back with uh, the fellowship was going to roll on Mary's army of the best. Sorry, army of the best, quote unquote. So uh, let's see. We got hashtag Mary's going down. <laughs> uh, Lisa Weber saying that team, like team tags will be at Mordor set up in front of the bunkhouse. So hashtag team tags spotted. Ooh, my mic just fell Sweet. over. So that's always good. Team tags are amazing. I love my team tags. Uh, yes. Love them. Oh, and they have, oh, um, yeah. they already have the, um, the logo for custom MDP team tags, by the way. Nice. I've, yes. I'll, I'll have to order a second set. Yes. I'll need one to go with. I'll need one that says hooligan. And then another one says MDP. Yeah, I also know that he's making uh, custom armband logos for the red and blue tags for the teams. Uh, the fellowship has uh, one uh, icon on their armband on the blue ones, and uh, Sauron's army has another icon on theirs. It's uh, <laughs> I guess silk silk screened on or however he does yeah. it. But yeah, they're custom made for the event. Awesome, uh, Chris. Yeah, Roger Weber and Lisa are awesome at, at that stuff. They really oh, are. it's, it's I, great I stuff. Uh, Chris Shufflow is saying he likes the fact that Mary drinks almost as much as he does during the podcast. <laughs> and uh, oh, I didn't it? get to the Canadian whiskey. <laughs> James Boston oh, just keeps. Oh, oh, oh. There you go. Whoa. And I have MDP shot glasses. There you go. Oh, I want MDP shot glasses. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna spend so much money. It's. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, that gives me an idea. But I do need new shot glasses. Hope my so. guys are watching. So, uh, James Boston just keeps throwing up hashtag MagFatAddicts because that's what he does. And and hashtag I hurt you. So we hurt you too, James. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, William's saying his guy, him and his guys uh, heading, to the, heading to EMR in October. If any Canucks want to get organized with him, send him a message. So that's William Roy Murray's heading to EMR looking for other uh, – Canadians and James Pulliam hashtag MDP for life. Absolutely. Gotta, gotta throw those hashtags out. Wow. That was a lot of, that was a lot of just like hashtagging and shit talking. It was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I still love the hashtag. Mary's going down. That's great. Hashtag. You're wrong. Uh, James Pulliam puts up hashtag tram tags. I think he meant team tags. Uh, so, um, that's it. That's uh, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag. I can't wait to see what happens. Right. Hashtag too oh, many hashtags. Hashtag fear of the fellowship. Hashtag <laughs> hashtag too many hashtags. Uh, many. We, <laughs> uh, hashtag no, we were not. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, look, my cat's here. What's up, Riley? 
Anybody? See, yes, I was asking about, like, what about hashtagging about the field, about the producer, about the game? I mean, the after-action reports, I watched the video again today. Um, I don't know if you know this, again, but uh, Dean went around after the game at Armageddon. And he just basically walked up to people and said, hey, what do you think of the game? And, oh, my God, their face lit up and they're like, this... I, I haven't experienced anything like this before. This was constant action. It was con- It was a great video. It's absolutely, a, it's a fantastic video. And all it is, is people talking about the game. Nice. You know, nice. there's, there's really, there's no like music thrown in there. And there's, you know, person sliding and fake poses or nothing. <laughs> uh, it, it, it honestly, it was, it was the true enjoyment of what people had right after the game. He was just going up and video and asking what people thought. And it it was absolutely a fantastic video, but I was watching that today, and that actually even got me even more excited for the game because I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, because so many more people are going to experience such an excellent game, and they're going to have a, a fantastic time. That's why I had asked them, you know, hashtag something you really enjoyed about the Mission Masters, even hashtag Button Box. <laughs> Who didn't love being over Firefight, and you've got to, you know, hold down the Button Box, and again, again, we had two teams per side. So each team had to accumulate a certain amount of time. So you basically had to co-op with that other team to hold down. You can let them hold down their button. Then it was our turn to hold down our button. So it's 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 making that whole switch, that whole, you know, you're you're now co-oping. Yeah, and that cool. was huge. cooperation and teamwork. Yeah, huge difference from here's the, here's the thing. It doesn't matter what I tell you about mission masters. None of it. All you gotta do is listen to what the players say. Right. Oh, it, was, it wasn't just, I'm not, not to correct you, Dean, it wasn't just the players. It was the Mercs. It was the refs. Oh, it was another. It was another producer. Even the ref said, this has got to be by far the best game I've ever been at. It was a referee. They were busy. They were busy. They, oh, yeah. It was constant firefight. They, constant really battle. they loved it. So it wasn't just the players. It was the referees. Like I said, another producer and, you know, the Mercs. The Mercs who go out for, you know, Hell Survivors, they're a standard, they're a staple. They've never played anything like this before is what they've said. And it was, he said, smiles all around. He goes, you know, I'm looking around, there's just everybody's smiling. Those guys, just, just a little sign, a shout out to those Mercs. They played that role perfectly. I could not have picked a better group of guys to make that happen. It was great. They loved it too. I mean, it, it just, it worked out well. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I've got nothing to say to that because it's just, I don't know. There's no, I just, it sounds like everything was absolutely amazing. I've got, there's, I have no idea else what to put there. Uh, that, and I'm still recovering from the fact that my cat just walked all over my face while I was on the podcast. That was great. Um, <laughs> James got it though. Uh, <laughs> um, that, okay. We're, we're pretty much at the end now. So, it sounds like Sherwood's going to be an amazing field. It sounds like uh, yeah. Forge of Mordor is going to be an amazing game. And yes. I'm very jealous that I'm going to miss it. Sorry, I'm picking cat hair out of my face next now. Year. Next year. Next year I will be there. Next year. So, Dean, Brandon, Come Mary, on. thank you for uh, for coming on and, uh, and hanging out, chatting about pretty much a little bit of everything. We went from Forge of Mordor to Sherwood to Fields of Battle back to Sherwood. Back to Forge of Mordor. So it was a pretty, it was a productive show. Full circle. It went full circle. It was productive. I like that. That was great. Um, so that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 
for everyone who stuck around commenting and whatnot. Thank you so much. Again, the impeccably dressed Marie. Marie? Mary? I want to keep calling you Marie. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, Mary. I don't know. I'm not even drinking. Like, Mary. So, everyone, thank you so much uh, for everyone who stuck around commenting and watching the live show. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks a bunch thanks for that. All. And for everyone who's listening to this, uh, streaming it, downloading it, whatever you're listening on SoundCloud, uh, thanks for that because we appreciate every download and listen we get. And it uh, makes us feel good. Right? So that's it. Until next week, everyone. Cheers. See you in September. All right. See you.